everyone, and welcome to our 10th episode of SpiralCast. Today we are broadcasting from SpiralCast Central, now relocated to the Tomb of Storms in Krakotopia. We would like to thank all of our loyal listeners for tuning in today. I am David Spellbreaker, Level 50 Grandmaster Thaumaturge, and to my left, your right, our host, Level 50 Grandmaster Sorcerer and Savior of the Spyro, Kyle! Hello all fans, and welcome to our 10th episode of Spyrocast. Boy, it's great to be back, isn't it, Kyle? Oh, yes. We li- I like that little break, but you know, I kind of missed every, you know, doing this every Sunday. So. Yeah, it was a nice break, and for all our listeners out there, we decided to take a little time off between our ninth podcast and this podcast, which is our 10th, just to take a little breather, kind of gearing up for the storm that is Celestia that hopefully will be coming out soon. Uh, then we may have to go to a weekly podcast just to try to keep up with things, but we want to take a little break, a little breather, and uh, give everybody some time to enjoy their summer, and hopefully you guys did. I know I know Kyle did. So, first up today will be David in his review. Okay, David Spellbreaker, uh, my primary character, has uh, gone on not doing very much, except for the warehouse. That's about all he's done. Uh, that, a little bit of pet stuff, uh, but the warehouse, uh, which was is the precursor to Celestia, um, I've gotten through that, finally, and that was a little bit of a task, and we had some failures and some successes, and we learned from our failures and so on, but finally got past it. I know you finally got past it. Yay. Uh, we have a great story about that, by the way. But uh, that's basically what we I've been up to, Davis, Davis Spellbreaker's been up to. So, on the warehouse, uh, Kyle and I was playing the warehouse with a couple of other players. And uh, this was, I think, our third attempt? Fifth. Fifth or third? I, don't I think know. it was our third. Yeah, yeah our third attempt. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, uh, of course... You know, we get up to the top uh, where the main boss is, and, you know, they're doing their normal cheating and everything. <laughs> Cheats. And we uh, we knew about this, and I guess probably most of you guys out there know about this if you've done the warehouse. But one of the cheats the players can do is once you run out of health and you're defeated, you can flee, fill up again, you know, regenerate your health, regenerate your mana, and then come back in. You just have to enter by yourself, and the match has to still be going, of course. That can't end while you're out, and then it's over. But you can enter by yourself, and then go up through all the levels, and you join back into the fight. Well, this other guy and I had uh, Knuckles and the boss kind of on the ropes. Right. Well, let me just say one thing. Something was going on, and whenever you would play the mini game. And get to the uh, least amount of points that you need to fill up your flask all the way. It wouldn't give you any of your flask at all. So, I don't know what was going on that day. It was a glitch with the mini games or something or another. And right, so we were down to Knuckles and the, and the main boss on the top level. It was uh, three of us. Because one guy had fled after he was defeated and then come back in. So we were hanging on by a thread. I mean, just by a thread. David got... I mean, uh, excuse me, Kyle was defeated, and he fled to go fill up his flask, which was taking quite a long time, because well, we were having this little problem. Well, the minigame was broken. Right. <laughs> so me and this other guy are just hanging on by the, just the, 
the edge and I get defeated, mm-hmm. leave, flee to go fill up. The other guy's holding the, the holding everything on by himself, and then David and I get in. So we finally get Knuckles out, Kyle and I, excuse me, finally get Knuckles out. So we're down to the main boss. No more healing after that, so they can't heal themselves. But he does have Wraith. So no, he has Scarecrow. I'm sorry, Scarecrow. Uh, so that he was rehealing himself. But anyway. And then he does that darn power spell where he gets yeah. like seven power pips, so he does Scarecrow over and over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, really crazy stuff. So David gets, excuse me, Kyle gets defeated again and has to flee. So it's me and this other guy, and just so happened... That the other guy did a elephant. He, I did my Colossus, Colossus, and it was my pet Colossus, which was uh, a little extra boost, and I had, uh, I think, uh, a balanced blade as well as a nice blade on it. So it did quite a bit of damage. <coughs> and then he followed up with a couple of blades and his elephant. And once I realized what was going on, that that elephant spell was going to take the boss out, I realized that Kyle wasn't in there. Uh, hello? Did you just forget about me? So he was trying to heal himself, and, and I was thinking, oh, no, oh, no, don't do it, don't do it. Oh, and it happened. Those are one of those very rare occasions where you're thinking to yourself, fizzle, 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 fizzle. And needless to say, it didn't fizzle. Elephant went through, beat the boss, and as soon as that happens, there I was. Here comes in Kyle the, in the in the commons area, and then I just finally get up to the top level. Hey, wait, why is why is the battle over? Oh, we kind of beat him while you were gone. Oh, you could have told me that. I could have teleported back to you, even though I didn't have full health. Then we wouldn't have had to do this all over again. So, needless to say, I finished the warehouse uh, before Kyle did. So within a couple of days, I scrounged up myself and a couple of other players, and we were able to get Kyle through it. And it was much less eventful <laughs> than that third try. So we finally got Kyle through on the fifth, uh, f- excuse me, the fourth try, and uh, all was good. So had quite a bit of drama there <laughs> on the warehouse, and uh, all of that for naught, because not for naught. I mean, I guess you get it. You can say you did it. Right, you get to say you did it, but... I uh, beat the boss, yeah! But ultimately, my understanding is that you won't have to do that to get into Celestia. Is that right, Kyle? And that's just, yeah, it's just a preview quest. You know, the only part of Celestia that they actually show on that thing is that one boss on the third level, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And he's a crab. Right. He's that crab that summons the three skeletons. It's about midway. There's a total of, of ten levels... I counted them. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. <laughs> and uh, seven bosses. So, of course, you have to make it through all of that. And from what I've read, now, I've never completed Brisk Breeze Tower. But from what I've read, actually, the warehouse is harder than Brisk Breeze because of the cheating that goes on on the top level. Because you have the top level, there's a lot of cheating on, and the biggest cheat there is... The boss can do power spells basically whenever he wants to, so he has an unlimited number of pips uh, that he can do scarecrow or whatever he wants to do basically any time. You, you can't put you can't put traps because he'll do that little myth thingy and it goes woo 
ooh, and then the trap's gone. Right, he eliminates <laughs> the traps. So really all you can use is blades, and you cannot heal yourself because once you heal yourself, uh, Knuckles, which I believe is a balance he boss. is, yeah, he's balanced. That if I'm correct. not mistaken, then he'll cast Rebirth and heals all of the other enemies. So you really have to go through it thinking ahead and either taking out the smaller minions first as soon as possible and not casting any spells on either Knuckles or the other guy, um, the, the main boss, and I wish I remember his name, but I don't remember the name of it. Uh, but Or di uh, Kyle had a very interesting theory, and we have not put it... And you know what? I want all of you fans to go and try it out because nobody's believing me on it, but I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure it's going to work. Kyle's theory is that once you get up to the top, that you take out Knuckles first, since he cast the Rebirth, and then you can heal yourselves. Now, we haven't put this to the test. If some of you guys have out there, then let us know what the results were. Uh, we're going to try it eventually. Um, but that that's kind of his strategy as well. Maybe when we get up to that top level, let's go ahead and knock out Knuckles first so he can't reheal or, or cast Rebirth and then move on from there and then you can just heal yourself but if all else fails you don't need I do know this and a lot of people were saying this that you really need a life uh, grandmaster yeah but really you don't because you can flee and come back in right so really and even if you do have a life to help heal you you can't do it on the last one because it hurt it actually works against you because of the cheating so anyway I've had a hard time with it. Again, it took us, took me three times going through it before I got out of it. it took uh, Kyle four times, uh, but it certainly can be done. And I think everybody should do it. I think it should be a requirement to get into Celestia because if you're a level fifty Grandmaster and you've gone through Dragonspire and everything else, uh, why not make it a requirement that you go through the warehouse to right. get out of it? Right. That's my opinion. Right. But now for David Spellbreaker, I'm going to move on. I really want to try to do Brisbane's Tower so that I can get it done. Um, also, he did complete Grizzleheim as well. Yay! Which was a lot longer than I thought. It when sure I did seem like it was a... For, I have to be honest with you. For some of the level bosses that I have seen in Grizzleheim, I can't believe that level 20s get to go into that world. It was really a lot tougher towards the end than I thought, and I thought the end was Jotun, but then you go into Ravenscar, and uh, that was a quite interesting area, but quite a long area too, with a hard boss at the end to beat. So, um, so I finally got that done. So really, what's left for David Spellbreaker is Brisbury's Tower, which I need to do, I have some crafting, which just really irks me every time I start working on it. I need some more scrap iron if anybody's got some. And <laughs> I yes, got, I got I, some today I'm, in Marleybone. I'm still on the scrap iron. It's been like three months, and I'm still on the darn scrap iron. So all he has, that and his pet. So David Spellbreaker has a Colossus, which was his Grandmaster pet and uh, has them up to the adult stage. Oh, this is another thing I did. I did finally get an opportunity to hatch an egg with my Colossus oh. and mixing with someone else. But here, here's now, the problem, because this was pretty frustrating. 
This is pretty disappointing, just to let y'all know. Close your ears if you don't want to hear what the results, what my pet was. But I was in the pet hatching area, and I was trying to find someone to hatch with, but no one would hatch with me. So I finally came across a, another guy who had a, um, not a colossus, I'm sorry, he had a... Um, cyclops. Cyclops, right. As a pet, an adult cyclops. And he had enough money, I had enough gold, which by the way cost me about 25,000 gold for this, which really irks me. So we decided to go ahead and hatch one. Well, we hatch, and lo and behold, which I was extremely disappointed at, what do you think my hatchling is? Ooh, I know, I know, I know. I don't want to say it, though, because it's really disappointing. It is really disappointing, and not to build the suspense any longer, but, you know, I was hoping for maybe a one-eyed cyclops, I mean a one-eyed colossus. Yeah, that would seem I, more... With a hammer. Right. And one of those helmets. That would have been cool, right? Mm -hmm. Or um, a, a, um, a cyclops that uh, was half ice and half yeah. regular or something really He had the crazy sword like from, the si from the uh, cyclops. Something really odd. But lo and behold, all I got was a blue cyclops. For anybody that doesn't know what that is, it's basically a cyclops, but the shorts that it wear is blue. Rather it's, than red. Rather than red. And you know what? I checked it out myself. You can actually go to the pet store and change the color of those shorts. Yes. And get it for only 100 or 200 gold. Yes. So disappointing. So disappointing. And, and to add disappointment to that, now you can release your pets in your house, right? Right. So all the pets except my Cyclops, I've, uh, except my Colossus, excuse me, I've released in my house. Um, and whenever I went into my house to release this hatchling, because I'm never going to do anything with it, I already had a Cyclops. A blue Cyclops. You already had a blue one? A blue one. I don't know how, where, when it happened, <laughs> but somewhere along the line. So now I have two blue cyclops running around my manor my morley bone manor and for one of them it cost me twenty five thousand gold what you a ripoff you should be able to sell that in the bazaar i don't know how much you would get for it they i mean knowing that you probably only get like 10 coins back for it it's not worth it but i mean that's just isn't that disappointing? Save it for your second character. Yeah. Well, since he's since he's myth, right? He is myth. Yes. Maybe he'll like Jacob, it. Jacob. Yes. So really, for David Spellbreaker, uh, did the warehouse. Uh, I want to do Brisbury's Tower. So if anybody wants to um, set up a time, we can do it together. That would be great. Um, I need to do some crafting and I uh, need to get my adult Colossus to ancient. Is that what next? What's next? They have it's adult, baby, teen, teen, adult, uh, ancient, then epic. Ancient, yes. So I need to get him to ancient, which is I'm a lawyer from. So on my alternate character, Jacob, he is now level 25 myth, and he is working in the well of spirits. So getting towards the end of Crocotopia. And I uh, was doing some things today in Crocotopia and realized that as much as I loved it at the beginning, 
And as much as I hate Morleybone, which I know is the next step, it's time to get out of Rockotopia. You know, I've, I'm done with it. I like worlds, and I like getting to the new ones and progressing, but after a while, the world that you're in just gets old. Having to come and ride on that little boat, or do this or that, or, you know. So... Well, and the reason why I say that is, one, I'm tired of Crocotopia for Jacob. Two, I know the next step is Morleybone. And I was in Morleybone today helping out a good friend of ours, Katie Nightamer. Oh, Katie. And Morleybone, and we've said it a million times before, but Morleybone gives me a migraine. It really does. That should be... That should be like Marleybone's model. Right? As as an example, we did the Ironworks, which is an instance area or a dungeon. Right. And after we did it, I know there was two or three other quests that Katie got that required you to go back into the instance area. And not just the first part, but you had to go to almost the last part to fight some street right. sweeper little froggy thingies. I mean, it just it just doesn't make any sense to me. Why not give you all of that stuff before you go in there? Well, I guess to make it go back and forth. And you have to run so much in Morleybone. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, anyway, I could talk honestly, about that all day. Honestly, I don't think how we got through I don't know how we got through it without mounts. I just I just remember Wizard 101 without mounts having to go, Oh, when am I going to get there? Yeah. And they didn't have marks or anything, so you couldn't mark your spot. Very challenging. It really was. So, that's it for me. So, um, now that I ranted on for 15 minutes, <laughs> Kyle, uh, <laughs> let's 18, hear. 18, actually. Sorry. Kyle, go ahead. <laughs> well, I have pretty much, you, you know, the whole story with Brisk Breeze Tower. I've been working on my pet a little bit. I am literally this close to being an ancient, uh, no, not ancient, I'm sorry, adult. <laughs> and I know... It's kind of like comparison, adult, ancient, you know, ancient wins, but... Well, on adult, you have to have 250 right. experience points, right, for your pet. Ancient's 500, and you start all over. Mm -hmm. So you have to work at it twice as long for ancient, and I'm sure epic is maybe, what, a 1,000? I'm not sure. I that haven't seen it. It's but... probably something like that, yes. So it, it, that's, I'm sure, for most people, it's going to be a work in progress unless they really like playing the hedge game over and over and the dancing game over and over and the you know, cannon pet, game over and over and over. The pet update was a great update, but, you know, you can only play it for so long. And I think that's why they have, well, maybe not, but I don't know, I don't know. The pet energy, what's, what's the real purpose of that? Is that so that you can't p constantly play on it for one day and get your pet to... Uh, a epic that's exactly what it's for it's to you you're gonna play it out and this is what i've done on mine i use it up that's the first thing i do when i go in i use up play the pet games and then i go on and do my other stuff but it really doesn't generate fast enough so i have to wait till the next day to play it again so it's just a way of spreading it out they want they you wanna... to spend your crowns to refill it <laughs> right and buy pet snacks and all that stuff so. right so, uh, yeah, I, as I said earlier, I'm still working on crafting. I only have, like, two more scrap iron that I need. I mean, seriously, I'm so close. And then i got to go to Mushu and get Black Lotus and all of that. So, you know, 
Um, besides that, i uh, just been anxiously waiting for Celestia to come out. And still trying to get through Grizzleheim. I think you said I'm about halfway through. Is that correct? Last time I saw where you were at, I believe you're about halfway through. Now knowing what the whole thing is, I, when I was at that point, I thought I was three quarters of the way done. But you're probably about halfway done on Grizzleheim. And actually, it goes fairly quick um, in the second half. But it is challenging. How are you doing on your alternate character? Have you done anything on your alternate character? I have a alternate character, David. Uh, I can't. I can't even remember la uh, his last name, but he is a level fourteen death wizard. Almost in Krakotopia. Mm -hmm. So. But it's been a while since you've. Right, done it's been a him. while. It, um, I think it's David Death Hunter. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So I've been working with him for a while. You know, and honestly, I have a level two storm wizard because I've heard a lot of people say that storm is great and everything. And I want to actually experience that and get all the way to Grandmaster. But first, I've got to get through Celestia and then I have to get through death all the way to the end. Uh, you know, get him the Grandmaster and then I can go through storm. And honestly, I think I'll be tired of the game by the time I get to, I mean, that's three Grandmasters to go through. Yeah, I, after the second time with um, Jacob Spellbreaker going through everything, if I can get him to Grandmaster myth status, I don't think I'm going to go through that again with a different character. I'm just getting to the point where some of these worlds are just, they're tedious and I'm not enjoying it as much as I was. So, of course, looking forward to Celestia and any add-ons from there, and I'd be more than happy to do that probably. But I think I'm only going to end up with two Grandmasters because it's just right. too much. Marley Bone's such a grind and all that stuff. So, so uh, that's about all for my review. Uh, next is going to be David with the listener email. Uh, listener emails. Uh, this comes from Quinn Skillhunter, level 26. He asks, "Hey, I have hi, I have a question about Celestia. What level do you have to be to get in?" And that's a good question, and a lot of people are asking asking that question, and uh, I think we've talked about this before. If not, I really don't think anyone knows at this point. Uh, I would assume that you're going to have to through be through with Dragonspire and completed Dragonspire, which means you have to be at least level 48. Well, actually, I do know uh, the preview quests said that you had to have completed the final countdown quest in Dragonspire, which I looked up, and that's the quest to defeat Malice there. So, obviously, you have to be Grandmaster status to be able to go into Celestia. And that's as of right now, but, you know, they could always... But until it comes out, we really don't know. But still, but... even the, where, the boss on the warehouse, just that made it seem like it would be so hard for even grandmasters to do it. But that won't be required to get into Celestia. They've already right. said that. That's right. just a pre-quest. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, the, the, the legitimate answer is I don't know, but my assumption is you're going to have to be a grandmaster to get in. 
Right. That's my assumption. I don't think they'll do it like Grizzleheim. I don't think it'll be Grizzleheim Part 2, where level 20 and above can get in. So, Quinn, thank you for that uh, question. A very good question, and ultimately we won't know until it actually comes out. So with that, we'll go to news, Kyle. Okay, so the Ravenwood Bulletin. This month we have the start of a special feature called The Producer's Letter, where Wizard101 producer talks directly to the players. Harold R. Julston has another book of the month for you to read. There's a quick tutorial on training points and some awesome news about our fan site, Wizard101 Central. Read the Ravenwood Bulletin by clicking on the News tab and on the left and selecting Newsletter. So, have you ever read the, Raven the Ravenwood Bulletin? No. Not that I remember. Uh, I can't... I don't think I've ever read it either, but it looks like right here it may have some good information for just starting players. Uh, next, Wizard 101's J. Todd Coleman was interviewed for the New York, New York Times Tech Talk podcast, where he talked about the challenges of creating a kid-friendly virtual world. That I haven't, but I, I plan, at, plan to look at that. I think that would be interesting to hear from him. Right. And last thing in the news, yes, not a lot of news today, Firefox Personals. Do you have the internet browser Firefox? If so, did you know that you can get themes called Personas for your browser? Personas. Personas, yeah. okay. Well, I actually have Firefox myself and looked at it. Wow, those Wizard 101 things are awesome. I have it in the corner at the, by the search bar. It says Wizard 101. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that seems you know I've used Firefox for a long time, and uh, actually I have a persona on mine. It's uh, the New Orleans Saints. I'm a big New Orleans Saints fan, so it has their Super Bowl logo. Woohoo! Saints won the Super Bowl. The Fleur de Lis on it and all that stuff, and it's really cool. But I, I didn't even think about at the time when I was going through them, see if there was something on there for Wizard 101. But I'm gonna check those out. That sounds right. pretty neat. One thing I did notice uh, that you didn't have on the news is. They've recently been doing, been doing some testing in the test realm. Uh, they're, they're asking everybody, if you have availability to get to test realm, is to go ahead and log in because they're testing a new sign-on uh, sequence. Right. So they want as many people signing on as many times as possible. They said, they said uh, quote, sign on and sign off as much as you can to try to stress out the servers to see what they can handle before they crash or if they never do crash. And I, and I imagine this comes back to some problems they've had over the last month, maybe two months, where you try to sign in and it just says connecting the server and it just stays there, stays there, stays there. Right. And then comes back with an error message maybe 20 minutes later saying not able to connect or something yeah. like that. So yeah. they must have done something there that they're trying to really stress it out and test it volume-wise. Uh, hopefully that'll make things a little bit better signing on at those peak times. Normally there's not a problem, but when I, I know whenever the pet, I believe when the pet pavilion first opened, I could barely you couldn't even, even get on there. I could barely because every single realm, whenever you click on, whenever you go to the pet pavilion, it'd say like this area is full. Please try again later. Please mm -hmm. try again later. Yeah. So uh, I think they're gearing that up. For obviously the release of Celestia, because I think they feel that you right. know there's probably going to be a pretty big demand once it's released immediately anyway. 
So next we'll move on to audience questions from last show from our last show and that what that question for the audience was what is your favorite spell? And we got a tremendous amount of feedback on our fan site, which is spiralcast.webs.com. So thanks everyone. Right. And actually all of these are from the Spiralcast fan site. So it looks like that you guys are really taking advantage of that, and it's a pretty great site. If you haven't looked at it yet, go sign up for it. It's great. Wonderful. And you stay updated with your favorite podcast, Spiralcast. Yay. Uh, the first um, quote comes from Julia Thorne. Uh, Julia says, I'm not sure of the exact name of the spell, but I would say the fairy healing spell, which is actually named what, Kyle? Pixie. Pixie. It only takes two pips, and I can give a person about 500 healing points the moment I walk into battle. That is usually enough to keep a person from getting totally defeated until I can get something better up my sleeve. And that is a good, versatile spell uh, that I know I use a lot, not so much with David Spellbreaker because one of his secondary school is life, so I have the Seder now, but uh, I use it quite often for Jacob, my secondary player. However, um, everybody gets this spell because you get it from Unicorn Way that uh, the, the last lady that you talk to, uh, after you complete quests for her, she'll give you that spell. So it's everybody has it. So, I mean, I agree. That is a pretty good spell. Now, the only difference is Julia is life. She's a Grandmaster Life, right? And she says 500 here, which I think life, right. the, the life, life spell is 500, but everybody else gets a 400 spell. If you're not life, it gives you 400 points. Right. And if it if you are life, you can do 500, and it's for anybody you want. Right, if not just yourself. If you're not life, it's 400 for just yourself only. Right. Uh, the next one comes from David Ravenrider. Ravenrider, excuse me. I, I'd have to say that judgment is my favorite spell. Kyle. Yes, I love that spell too. Honestly, if you have seven power pips, you can do 1,400 damage. Because of its versatility. If I only need a hit of 100 or so, I can use it with one pip. But if I want to hit something big time, I can build up pips while using traps and blades to attack and hit them for as much as I like. I have the maximum number of judgment cards in my deck. I do also. Judgment is a very, a very good spell, and I know we've used it a lot, and I'll call on you from time to time, Kyle, right. and I'll tell him, hey, throw judgment at him. You know, uh, just from my Grandmaster robe and hat, I have um, almost over plus 26% on extra damage. From your clothing? From just my Grandmaster uh ring robe and hat and so if i just have seven power pips it does over 2400 damage i'm pretty sure is what it is and is that with any blades no blades or traps i believe with i think i've seen you get it up to about 4000 so that, if you add if you add a blade storm which is plus 20 to everybody in the battle mm -hmm. a trap I mean, a, um, a balance blade, mm -hmm. which is plus 25 to yourself, a from a death person, which is plus 70, 
and the hex from you, you can do over 4,000. Yep. Nice spell. Very nice spell. But is that your favorite spell? We'll ask you later on. Right, let's get through these first. Scott Rubyblade says, My favorite spell is Immolate, which takes 250 health from you and does 600 fire damage to one enemy. You know, that's interesting, Scott. That's a spell I don't see very much of. You know, I would like it a lot better if it did 600 fire damage to every enemy. Right. Then I think it would definitely be worth it. But, you know, that's just our opinion. Right. Everybody has their own. I don't see it very often. That's the thing. I couldn't even tell you what the sequence is, what it looks like. Jeremy Fairy Shield says, My favorite spell is Dryad because you can heal almost every turn as long as you have the spell. And I have a lot. I have seen a lot of people try to compete with others to see how much healing they can get from it. That is a great spell. I actually have that spell along with. Seder and Pixie? Well, Seder and Pixie I have from my secondary school, but uh, Dryad I have from one of my clothing. I don't know if it's my boots or... Yeah, I think it's my boots. Um, or my hat. One of them. Something but anyway, like that. <laughs> yeah, so I do have access to it, and I do love it, because kind of like Judgment, you can either do 100 healing if you have one pip, or you can do a lot more mm -hmm. the more pips you have. Blaze Hexbane says, My favorite spell has to be the vampire card from the Death School because of its animation. When the coffin rises out of the ground, you think this big scary vampire is going to come out after you. But once the coffin opens, all you see is a big vampire head on a tiny bat's body. It makes me chuckle every time. I agree. I think if there's one spell that I can watch over and over and over again... Out of the School of Ice, which I'm pretty tired of those spells at this point, it has to be that vampire spell. And honestly, whenever I saw it for the first time, I laughed and laughed and <laughs> laughed. I just couldn't believe how funny it was because he's like, oh, I'm going to come get you. And then he pops out and it's like, I'm a little itty bitty body. <laughs> and it's like, wow. That is a good one. That is a good one. Thank you, Blaze. Jacob Sunthorn says, Fire Dragon only because it's the last spell for my first wizard. So, yeah, I've used Dragon. In fact, whenever we did the warehouse, it was Kyle, myself, and two Grandmaster Fire. Yeah, so we had Power Nova, and then we had Frost, Frost Giant, Giant, and then two Fire Dragons. So that worked out really well. Yeah. It got those non-boss levels out really quick, because it only takes one or two of you hitting those spells, and they're done. Right. Michael Dragoncrafter says, I have too many favorites, but by far it would have to be a certain life spell I can't remember the name of right now. But it's a huge tree that gives everyone life and an absorbing shield, or the unicorn spell that heals everyone. That first spell that you were talking about is called Rebirth. We mentioned that earlier in our uh, Celestia story. You know, there's one thing I don't like about the animation on that spell. And now that I've seen it so much, uh, going through the warehouse on the last level, is, I don't know if it's my computer or everybody's, but the tree comes right up to the screen, and you can't right. see anything else well, that's going on. You can see whenever he gives you health, but then whenever he puts those uh, the absorbing shields, it pops up in front of your screen, and all you see is a whole bunch of leaves. And right. you hear, wing, wing, right. wing, wing, and you're... 
the first time I saw that, I was like, what is it doing? Is that just a glitch or something? And I don't, I'm assuming King's Isle knows about this. It must, because it doesn't on mine. It doesn't on yours. I've seen it doesn't on Katie's. So, I mean, I guess it's just a glitch that they haven't fixed yet because they've been so, uh, you know, working on Celestia and everything, I guess. I don't know. And the unicorn spell, I, that's another spell that I don't see very much. I, I think do, it's cool, but I just don't see it very much. I do not see it a lot, but for anybody who maybe hasn't seen it yet, basically the unicorn uh, bows its head so that its uh, horn is facing towards you. And then, like, a little rainbow comes down on you, and it does that to every person. And I think it gives you, like, 400 per person? Or is it, uh, maybe it's 600. I don't, I don't know. I Again, I don't see it very much, so I don't remember exactly. It is a cool-looking spell, which brings up another point. We didn't mention the new mount. It's not so new now, right? Right. Well, there is a new unicorn mount out there, and I've seen only a few people, only really. Only a few, yeah. Not a lot of people with that mount. Was well, 10,000 crowns on sale. Yeah, on sale. So it's, it's quite expensive. Uh, last one here, Cody Mooncaster says, My favorite spell is Tempest because it can be a very powerful, it can be very powerful if you have the right boost and traps. I also like it because it reminds me of the ocean. And that is a cool spell. Which is a, it's a storm spell. Correct. But storm has really cool... Right. Spells like, higher than that, but yeah. I like uh, what's his name, Triton. Right. I think it is, and it's like a little fish bowl, and he's like, whoa, and he's got his big Triton, and he's like, Zzzz. that's all you really need for warehouse. You right. can get a couple storm guys with you. you and then you're fine. you know, uh, one person power nova, the other person frost giant, and then two uh, storm lords. They're, they're going to be out for the first time. Done. Toast. First round. Toast. Get okay. toast. That's it for the answers. I will tell you uh, my favorite. Uh, I'll give you two. One is my favorite in my school, and we should have made that on the question. Give us the favorite in your school and then another favorite. But my favorite in my school has to be Frost Giant. Um, it actually has less power than Colossus, but it does it to all the enemies. So I love using that one, and you can blade it up and trap it and do all kind of things with it. I have faint, and you can use that. Um, so that has to be my favorite one. Um, my favorite non-ice school, I would have to say that I see the most, and it just still, I still enjoy seeing it. It's not very powerful, but it has to be the vampire. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. Um, a lot of neat other neat ones out there, but that one, every time I see it, like we said earlier, I really enjoy watching it. Kyle? I do have two favorite spells. Um, my first one is Power Nova, you know, for the same reason that you said. And The big uh, cheese ball, right? Yeah, right. It looks like a big cheese ball on fire, so everybody's like, oh, bring out the cheese ball. <laughs> <laughs> so that one and then Judgment because of how much it can do on uh, the little time that it needs. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, you can use it right off the bat. Right. If I know, honestly, for me, whenever I go into the battle circle, I have something. I forget what it is, but it gives me two pips instead of one pip. Mm -hmm. So if I have two power pips, that's 400 damage already. If you're doing one of those smaller quests, you know, that can take them out like that. 
So you could really go, with that spell, you could really go into Crocotopia and even Marleybone, I believe, and really mop up on some of those characters right, right. off the bat. Right, yeah. right. Neat. So those are two more. Actually, I do have one more favorite spell, uh, and it's from Death, and that would be Faint. Yeah, that is powerful. Faint adds a, a lot to the equation. Although I found with Warehouse, I didn't use it at all. Because the cheating bosses just knock it off of them anyway. And then that's a plus 30 on you. Right. But still, the plus 70 that it does, if I had that spell, I would use it all the time, honestly. Because of what it does to help out Judgment and Power Nova, all of that. And this is a question I did have on Faint. Uh, and maybe you know the answer to this, Kyle. With Death as one of my secondary schools, I have Faint. But it costs one pip. For me to cast it, mm -hmm. does it cost one pip for a death school student to cast it, or is it a zero pip spell? Um, I don't know that. I really don't know that. I'll have to uh, find that out. If anybody out there knows that answer, put it out on the on our website, uh, spiralcast.webs.com, or send us an email. Let us know. Right. Because I'd love to know that. With that, we're going to move on to our question, listener question for the next podcast. Which would be, should the warehouse be required to get into Celestia? And I think we've already gave our answers earlier. Me and you both think that it should be required to go into Celestia. I definitely think so. I think it would be a rite of passage, you know, an accomplishment that, hey, you can't get into Celestia unless you do it. And boy, I tell you what, there would, would be a lot of people scrambling to get that done when Celestia would, comes out. That would motivate a lot of people. Absolutely. But, you know, there were so many people... Because it said whenever they they said this is just a preview quest, they said uh, that they had a lot of people complaining about it, that it was too hard, I can't do this, blah, 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 blah. And just to show you proof, you can do it because me and three other grandmasters did it. Absolutely. So it is possible. Answers to this question should be sent to Twitter, which is at Spiralcast, which is me. And at David Spellbreaker, which is, uh, I'm sorry, at David S. Breaker, which is David Spellbreaker. Facebook, which is Kyle Spiralcast. Email spiralcast at gmail.com. Or posted on our forum in the Spiralcast Fan Center at spiralcast.webs.com. And also you can get our podcast from two locations. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you know where to get it, but... Uh, the Spiralcast official blog is at spiralcast.blogspot.com. And, of course, on iTunes. Don't forget to leave those reviews on iTunes. Uh, before we close out, we do have a guest that's with us listening in on our recording. And I believe we, she wants to say hello and goodbye. Say something, Katie. Hello. Goodbye. Okay. And thank you for being a very good uh, attendee in our recording we appreciate it and with that thanks everyone for listening please leave your review on itunes and remember may the good, good guys, guys and bad guys, guys always get exactly what they deserve, deserve. thank you <laughs>